0: Let me just put these aside. I'm going to trust that the music team is not going to devour these because I have a second worship service. And if I don't share a donut with my boys... Well, let's just say there's going to be a price to pay. So uh, we're going to be in 2 Timothy um, chapter 2, uh, really just verses 1 to 10. I'd encourage you to go ahead and turn there with us because uh, uh, we're, we're going to be walking through those passages and in, in, uh, those verses in pretty good detail. Uh, uh, first of all, I just kind of want to give us a key phrase this morning. The, the phrase is very simple, right? Sharing is, can anybody fill that in? caring, right? Sharing is caring is the uh, the key phrase. Uh, and, and our hope today is to, number one, right, be challenged to share more around uh, with people around us, but also just to celebrate a God who shares with us. Uh, the principle is very simple, right? Sharing is caring. If you care about somebody, <laughs> you will share with them. Um, and so in the, in the readings today, what we've got is Paul inviting Timothy to share in two things. Now, just see this, right? This isn't Timothy saying, oh, I want that. And him like laying this guilt trip over Paul and saying, hey, Paul, sharing is caring. Give me some of that. No, this is kind of the opposite where Paul has some good gifts or some things that, that he thinks are good to share with others. And so what he's doing is he's going to Timothy and he's saying, hey, Timothy, I've got these things. I'm enjoying these things or I'm doing these things. And I want you to come and do this also, experience this also. I want you to come and, uh, and, and share with me these things that I have. Uh, so let's dive right in here. We're going to look at uh, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 to start. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Okay, so the first thing that Paul is inviting Timothy to share is to share what we have heard, right? Hey, Timothy, I want you to share what you have heard from me, right? Paul is inviting Timothy to share the gospel, share the good news, uh, share the grace of God. Okay, so, so just hit a pause button. We'll explain that more. But um, let's kind of do the uh, how excited are you uh, game again uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, how excited are you to share the gospel, the good news? Now, now, just see, I didn't say um, how equipped do you feel, right? That's a different question. What I, what I just want to see from you is, is how excited are you to share the gospel, the good news, the grace of God with people around you? Uh, one, uh, not too excited at all. Uh, Ten, super excited, just about as excited as I'd be for anything else. Uh, for me, it's probably not surprising since I'm a pastor, but for me, I'm at least a 9.4 five, right? Probably a 10. I mean, just, I know the power of the good news and the gospel message and the grace of God and Jesus. And so, so I'm excited about the opportunity on a regular basis to share that good news with other people. Um, uh, This is like sharing a good gift. This is like, hey, I got a box of donuts, and I want to share that with everybody around me. (laughs) Uh, This is getting to share Jesus and share the mission of the kingdom of God uh, in a very cool and powerful way. Um, uh, Paul tells us a little bit more about what he has taught Timothy. He he reminds Timothy back in chapter 1. So this is chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. It it gives us a little bit more definition and clarity to what the gospel, the good news is. Uh, Paul says this, God saved us and made us his holy people. Uh, That was not because of anything that we did ourselves, but because of what he wanted and because of his grace. That grace was given to us through Christ Jesus before time began. It was not shown to us until our Savior Christ Jesus came. Jesus destroyed destroyed death. And through the good news, he showed us the way to have life that cannot be destroyed. Uh, that is what Paul has taught Timothy. That is what Paul has told Timothy. But right? it's the good news, the gospel message um, that, that we have a God who saves. He's actually able to save us, not just from the really big, you know, uh, saving us from eternal damnation. He saves us from big troubles and little troubles. He's a God who saves. He's a God who gives us a new identity, right? He sets us apart. He's, he makes us holy compared to the rest of the world and, and and he destroys our biggest and worst enemies right he destroys death uh, that's the good news the gospel message that Paul has told Timothy and he says hey Timothy I want you to to share but right? I want you to entrust this I want you to to share what you have heard from me now this is a very cool verse because what we have here is we've got four generations of disciples I don't know if you see that or not, but but basically we have Paul telling Timothy something. And, and he says, hey, Timothy, I want you to share what you've heard and, and share it with, with faithful men who will then also uh, teach it to other people. So we get four generations of disciples here who, who get to hear the good news, the gospel, the, the grace of Jesus. And Paul is saying, hey, we, we should be a people that share share the donuts that we get on a regular basis, uh, that share the good news, the gospel message uh, with people around us. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, this is uh, <clears throat> just just the first couple words of, of 2 Timothy 2, verse 3. Paul says this, share in suffering. Share in suffering. Uh, to suffer means that you're going through some kind of trial, some kind of hardship, uh, some kind of trouble. Uh, It means that you're enduring it, that you are in it right now as you're experiencing life. Some kind of trouble, hardship, or uh, difficulty. So uh, let's play the game again on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, 1 being eh, not so excited to share in that. Uh, 10 being super excited, more excited than I'm for anything ever. How excited are you to share in suffering? Just go ahead and give us a number. Um, and let me just say, because it's on a live stream and I can't actually see your faces, if anybody says five or more, I think you're lying. Do you think that's fair? Can I say that? I mean, I already said it, so I can't really take it back. But I'm seeing a, a two and a half or a three. And, and I think uh, that's, that's probably, uh, I'm seeing a one in the room. I mean, that's, uh, this is the reality, right? Paul is saying, hey, um, I, I want you to share in suffering. Uh, let me just put a little bit of definition to that um uh, paul tells us why he is suffering Uh, second timothy chapter 1 verse 12 he says and i suffer now because i tell you the good news right because i tell you the gospel because i am speaking about jesus because i am sharing about the grace of god i am suffering for that 2 um, uh, Corinthians chapter 11 tells us even more about the suffering. Paul says, I was brutally beaten multiple times. Uh, he says, I was shipwrecked at least three times. He says, I was stranded at sea for a night and a day. Um, he, he talks about how he works hard and consistently. In other words, he's tired. Um, He says that he's been without food, he's been without clothes, and and he carries a concern for each church and each person in each church that he helped to plant. Now, this isn't like a 200-person church. These churches are, are usually like 20 to 40 people. But he says, I carry a heavy concern on my shoulders for each church and for each person in that church. Uh, Paul ha- has, has a lot of suffering in his life um, and even as he writes this book of 2nd Timothy he is chained and bound in prison because he was sharing the gospel sharing the good news about Jesus Christ and, and he will not escape this is way late in the life of Paul he's not going to get out of this prison alive uh, so, so um, see Paul keeps hitting a wall Right, we're talking about what happens in life when we hit that wall, when we're, when we're on mission with Jesus, when we're being a disciple that's following and being changed by, and then all of a sudden we run into a wall. Uh, Paul it, it just keeps hitting wall after wall that is stopping or impeding his progress. Now, for you and for me, uh, the suffering might look different. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that, that we're uh, hopefully never going to be shipwrecked at sea. Uh, and, and hopefully we'll never be beaten brutally with, a, with, with, a, with a, a whip. But for us, right, we might suffer in different ways. Uh, maybe it's simply uh, the, the fact that we have to say no to worldly things uh, that might make life more fun or more comfortable. Uh, maybe uh, as you uh, share the, what you have heard, uh, people won't like you. Um, Maybe you'll even lose a a friendship or two, a relationship or two, uh, because you choose to share the gospel good news, the grace of Christ. Uh, Maybe it's even just the simple suffering of you stumble over your words and, and, and you stumble over what to say and how to say it, and you feel foolish after that. there's all kinds of different suffering that we encounter and and what paul is saying here is hey timothy i'm inviting you to share in suffering for actually sharing what you've heard for proclaiming and speaking the good news to people around you um now uh paul is very gracious here because paul knows that uh most of our numbers are likely on the bottom half of that one to ten scale uh, Paul knows that nobody's really excited about suffering. It's not like something that people really sign up for. Yeah, sign me up, Paul. I want to suffer just like you, buddy. Right. So, so Paul's very gracious here, and and basically what he's going to do for the next several verses is he's going to try to just say, um, look, it's okay. Everyone suffers, and and he's also going to try to give us a why. So, so these next few verses, he's gonna say, look, everyone suffers if they want a particular kind of result. So so let me read it and then we'll talk about it, right? Verses, uh, we'll just start at verse three again. He says, share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. So just see what he's doing. right he's being super gracious he knows that that nobody really wants to suffer but he's saying look this is just part of life if you want an end desired result if you want a positive result suffering and endurance perseverance is going to be part of the process here on earth Um, the soldier suffers a battle to win a war Uh, the athlete suffers through the training and and through keeping the rules to win a prize um, a, a farmer suffers uh, hard work and waiting to, to raise a crop. And then in verse 7, he basically says, duh, everybody knows this. Look at what he says. He says, think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. In other words, um, hey, Timothy, think it over. Every single area of life involves some kind of suffering or perseverance or endurance if you want to reach an end result. And then Paul goes even one step further, and in verse 8, he says this. He says, remember Jesus Christ. Now, why do you think he's telling Timothy to remember Jesus? He's like, I don't think Timothy's really going to forget Jesus. This is just one more step in the equation where he's saying, look, I know that you don't want to suffer, but what he's doing here is he's saying, look, I suffer for the gospel, for the good news. Um, all these other people, right, just they suffer for a good desired result. And hey, Jesus suffered for a good desired result. Uh, Verse eight, remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead, the offspring of David as preached in my gospel. Uh, In other words, Jesus um, uh, suffered and he died for a good positive result, the resurrection. Uh, Paul says, hey Timothy, I, I know that you probably don't want to sign up for suffering, but everyone suffers if they desire a good, positive result. And then here in verses 9 and 10, he, he finally lands on the why. He spent all this time, right? So, so, hey, Timothy, share what you have heard from me, and then, hey, share in suffering. And, oh, I know that you don't really like that, and, and nobody wants to sign up for that. And he spends all this time kind of graciously trying to paint the picture of, of why we should suffer. Here's the kind of bottom line conclusion. Uh, Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. Here it comes. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Uh, Paul says, I, I suffer, I endure, I, I remain in suffering so that others might know and experience the salvation of Jesus. It's, it's almost like Paul is, is picturing that wall that we sometimes run into as disciples, uh, that wall that we sometimes uh, face as we uh, are on mission with Jesus. And what he's saying is there are other people on the other side of the wall that matter that we should care about, that God cares about, and we carry the gospel message, the good news that can help the other people on the other side of the wall. He's saying that sharing is caring. He says the disciple suffers for future disciples so that they might obtain salvation, so so that they might, might hear about a God who saves and about a God who gives them a new identity and about a Jesus who defeats our worst enemies uh, so that they might, might might experience the salvation of Jesus Christ as Lord and as Savior. Paul says, I share because I care. Uh, I share because I'm supposed to care. I, I share what I have heard because other people matter and God cares deeply about them and the gospel that I carry, the gospel that I carry can help. So Paul says, um, share what you have heard and share in suffering, you should expect to suffer when you are when you are speaking the gospel good news when you are sharing what you have heard. so good luck. just do it by your own strength it 's going to be good um, I, I love the way that Paul starts this this section and and I want to just kind of share a, a little bit of a story uh, 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 slash confession <laughs> slash confession um, uh, uh, in my house. Uh, God has been changing me, let's just say it that way. God has been changing me. When, I, uh, when people used to come over to my house, I would take all the food in my house that I really didn't want my, my visiting guests to eat and I would hide that food. I, I'm just I'm being honest, right? Jesus is changing me though. Uh, so, so I would have somebody come over and we'd have a bag of Cheetos in the house and I'd hide that bag of Cheetos in my room because I don't want to share that with anybody. Um, uh, you know, a cereal, a sugary cereal that I like to eat sometimes, I'd hide that in my room. Uh, so so my score would have been very low on that, how often do you share uh, your food? Um, my children have really helped me grow in this, uh, oddly enough. Uh, they have been helping Jesus change me, and uh, and so I'm much more willing to share. But, but here's my confession. Uh, just recently, I got a package of Nutter Butters from somebody, and guess where those Nutter Butters are? they are hiding in my room on top of a shelf because those are my nutter butters and to some degree, I earn those nutter butters and I'm not sharing those with anybody. Here's the deal, right? Uh, Left to our own strength, we're we're not likely to to engage in sharing what we've heard. Left to our own strength, we are very unlikely to sign up for suffering, for, for sharing the gospel and the good news. That left to our own strength, when, when we are moving on mission with Jesus and we run into those walls of suffering, we are likely to, 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 to leave. We're, we're likely to turn back. We're likely to just let that wall alone. But luckily, Jesus doesn't leave us to our own strength. I love how Paul starts this section, because he starts this section not by saying, hey, be strong enough, or hey, this is what you should do. He, he, he starts this whole section, chapter 2, verse 1, by just talking about the grace of Jesus that strengthens us. So, so listen to it again. I read it earlier, but I kind of blew past it because I wanted to come back to it at the end. Chapter 2, verse 1, you then my child, I love that he says my child. Uh, Because it just reminds me like, oh, yeah, sometimes I can be childish (laughs) and sometimes I'm not all that strong on my own. But I've got a God who comes alongside of me and strengthens me, gives me what I need when I need it. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Um, That word to be strengthened uh, just simply means that you are made able to do something that you couldn't do before. And that word grace, it means a lot of different things, but, but just in the kind of simplest way, grace is, a, is an unearned, undeserved gift from God that helps. And boy, do we need that. I, I, it's still kind of a broad framework, so, so let me just kind of give some, some, some definition of what that looks like for me. For, for me in my life, um, I am strengthened by a, an unearned, undeserved gift when somebody comes alongside of me and prays for me and over me. Uh, I'm strengthened by an un, undeserved, unearned gift when I'm reading God's word in the morning and there's just a word that stands out to me and, and, and challenges me or, or comforts me or, or is just the right word at just the right time. Um, I, I am strengthened by, by, by an unearned, undeserved gift when I hear a song that, that just really captures my heart and, and all of a sudden that song is on my heart all day and it, and it keeps my eyes and my heart and my mind focused on Jesus. Uh, these good gifts from God come every single day. Uh, Jesus comes in the morning and he rings the doorbell and he's got that box of donuts for me. And, uh, and he says, here, <laughs> I've got this gift to <laughs> strengthen you uh, for the day. Uh, I've got this good gift that, that, that will help you through the day. And, and, and that is really what we should be celebrating. That's what we want to keep coming back to, is that we have this God who strengthens us on a regular basis, on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, so that you can share what you've heard, and even so that we can share in the suffering of Paul, of Jesus, and of all the other disciples that have gone before us, we can share in suffering for the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, let's pray and, uh, and thank God for his sharing with us, uh, but, but also uh, ask for the strength to sign up for these things. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your great love. Uh, Thanks for sending Jesus. Uh, Thanks for being a God who shares with us. Um, We we know that you don't leave us uh, to ourselves. You don't leave us to our own strength. But but instead, you come alongside of us every single day uh, looking to give us strength, looking to give us good gifts, Uh, looking to help. Uh, You share your love and your grace with us. You share your son, our Lord Jesus. And and so we just really celebrate and and we say thank you for the good gifts that you share with us. Uh, Would you please continue to change us? (laughs) Would you please continue to, uh, to, to give us the strength to see the gifts that you've given and to share that with others around us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.